Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So Ryan Poles came out on Tuesday and said the Bears are definitely trading away. No, he didn't say anything like that. What do you expect? What is everybody expecting? That is the one thing that I, I would question anybody. Like, what did, did you just expect Ryan Poles to be sitting there with Stacey Dales? Like, oh, yeah, we're totally trading. Like, no, that's just not going to happen. And I do know that everybody is asking questions and you want to get answers to this. But ultimately, I believe the Bears are in a very similar position to where they were last season, where we're just in the process right now. There are ways that you could lean, and depending on where your allegiances lie. And then I'll be honest with you, mine, mine are with the Chicago Bears. I'm I'm my number one allegiance more than any player, coach, GM, or anything like that is for the Chicago Bears. I obviously love Justin Fields and would love for him to be the quarterback of the Chicago Bears, but I'm not going to sit here and listen to these comments by Ryan Poles and just automatically assume that it, it it's feeding what I'm thinking. I am trying to take an optimistic approach to all this stuff. And you know what? We got so much to get through. So, Sammy, let's just go ahead and start the show. Turn up your volume. Your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Adam Ray. The Sickest Chicago Bears and Fantasy Football Podcast. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. What is up, everybody? Welcome to a special edition of The Sick Podcast with Adam Rank, a combine edition. Obviously, Tuesday morning in Indianapolis, Ryan Poles was making the rounds, talking to reporters. He had a press conference, and then he stopped by a number of different various news outlets. We will have some comments that he made to Stacey Dales of the NFL Network, our friend Stacey Dales, who quite shocking. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm I'm bummed at myself for not having her on the show. I always feel bad because she's uh, she's a very very busy person. But I am after the combine. I guarantee you, we'll put out an effort to get Stacey Dales on the show. She had the I, and I listened to a lot of them. I saw him with the uh, Pro Football Talk guys and a lot of the other various outlets. The interview that he did with Stacey Dales was the best of the morning. I retweeted it. It's on my news feed. We will go to that one. We'll uh, we'll we'll bring that one to you in a in a matter of moments. Uh, but first, I wanted to address a couple of other things about everything that's going on with the Chicago Bears. And by the way, before we even get into what is happening with the quarterback position, I think one of the things that you know doesn't get a lot of play. In the combine, is everybody's wondering what the Bears are going to do with the quarterback position. There were some good news 
about the cornerback position where Ryan Poles did indicate that things are progressing pretty well with Jalen Johnson. And it looks like he is going to be a, a longtime member of the Chicago Bears. They do not want to use the franchise tag. And I don't think it's anything to do with the number, but I think that there is a desire to extend him for the long term. And this is one of the things that we saw. And this this came down right after we got off the air last week. The salary cap was increased, which is good for the Chicago Bears because the Bears were, I believe, number three in terms of cap space. But they've, they've, they've got a very advantageous cap formula going on right now. They have more ability to go out and give a bigger number to Jalen Johnson. And even if you reset the market, I'm fine with it because at some, times, at some point, you're going to have to pay players. You're just going to have to do it. I mean, it's... It's a it's tough to just continue to kick the can down the street without eventually just paying a player. If you think about like the Minnesota Vikings, for instance, and I wrote about this for NFL.com that perhaps, you know, they should move on from Justin Jefferson. You got Jordan Addison. You're not going to be very competitive this season, depending on who the quarterback is. I mean, if you bring back her cousins, if you bring in Russell Wilson, OK, there's there's a there's a there's a case to be made that they're going to be competitive. But at the same time. You don't want to be like always just in this flux of like, hey, we finally got a guy who's good. Let's get rid of him. You know, you see the Tampa Bay Rays do that in baseball, but they have a structure and an organization that's allowed them to be very successful for a number of years. But I think for a lot of teams in any sport that once you finally have guys who are good, you want to pay them. And I think that's the best thing to do with uh, Jalen Johnson. Like he's, he's proven himself to be one of the top cornerbacks in the league. I would allow him to reset the market. And we can sit here and have this conversation about whether Jalen Johnson is the best cornerback in the league or not. And that's fine. But here's the thing. Let him go out there and reset the quarterback, or excuse me, the cornerback market. Because in two years, it's going to be surpassed. And as a matter of it could be surpassed this year. You know, Patrick, I think Patrick Sertain's up soon as well. So like cornerbacks are going to continue to make more money. So whenever there's like an apprehension, like, I don't know if I want Jalen Johnson to be a top five paid cornerback, like two years from now, he might not even be top 10, depending on, because the numbers are going to change and they change every year. So I think sometimes people get bogged in too much at resetting clocks. And it's one of the discussions about Justin Fields, like resetting the quarterback clock. I don't mind giving a lot of money to Jalen Johnson. You got to give it to somebody. Why not him? somebody who has proven himself to be one of the top corners in the league. And when you look at that secondary and a lot of the guys, and as well as he's been able to draft, and we're talking about Ryan Poles, you go out there and you make that move. You go out there and you do it. So I'm a, I'm a big proponent of that. And so for me, go out there, pay the man his money. It looks like that is going to be done. So that is good news for all the Chicago bears. And of course, though, you know, everybody is talking about what they are going to do with the number one overall pick. The The Bears are in a very unique position of having back-to-back seasons uh, with the number one pick. I think the last team to have done it might have been the Cleveland Browns, where they went Miles Garrett and Baker Mayfield in back-to-back seasons. And again, Baker Mayfield, there was a guy that was sort of, I, I don't know if, if if Baker Mayfield kind of like plays into the whole thing about like, is he like, where is Caleb Williams in that thing? But in any event, uh, Ryan Poles did talk about the uniqueness 
of, of, of being in the number one spot. Let's take a listen to what he told reporters today. Um, no, I mean, <laughs> it's a, it's unique, right? Um, but I would say our approach is exactly the same in terms of we got to look at every option and, and determine what is best for our team. Um, obviously, we chose to trade back last year, and I think that that helped our uh, a team out a lot. So, um, again, we'll, we'll do a deep dive and, and see how it plays out. You know what? I would actually push back a little bit in the fact that I don't believe that the two situations are exactly the same. And the only reason I would say that is Caleb Williams, to me, is a much better prospect than Bryce Young was last season. I think even going into last year, when people were looking at the quarterback market and depending, you know, how you felt about the quarterbacks, like a lot of people felt the Bears were not going to be able to even get a first round pick moving out of the number one. I remember the Packers fans being in this situation. Like I, rem- I, I remember distinctly like idiot Packer fans be like, Oh, watch the bears not even be able to trade him at all. Like we'll watch them be stuck with the number one overall pick and have to take it. Like, I, I think they did pretty well. I, I, I wouldn't fear that. I, I wouldn't fear people moving up to make a deal, but I would say that it's a little bit different because the commodity is much better. Caleb Williams to me is a much better prospect than Bryce Young was, but it also does lend itself to what he's talking about in that you got to do your due diligence. And I've talked about this a a, a lot in that the thing with Caleb Williams or going and drafting Caleb Williams is that you have to think about what you're giving up if you're drafting him. Now, for instance, you're looking at it, you got to look at it this way is obviously this was a free pick. You know, this is the thing. We still got number nine, you know. So this is a free pick, and it's kind of a bonus pick, and it's house money, and it's like somebody, it's like somebody's walked up to you at a casino and flipped you a $1,000 chip, and you're like, oh, this is great. Now you can go to the blackjack table or the craps table or whatever it is and go gamble it and have some fun and do whatever you're going to do. But at the same, you could also walk, you could also just go cash it in. Go cash it in for $1,000. You know, for a lot of people, a thousand bucks, an extra thousand bucks might help them out for a month. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So if the Bears are not completely sold on Caleb Williams, there is a chance like, hey, this is this. It's costing you three first round picks to draft him. You're giving up three first round picks. Now, you're not trading up for him, but you're costing yourself a first round pick next season depending on how far you're falling in the draft, another pick that season, maybe a player. And I even look at it this way too, you know, talking about some of the teams that could possibly move up. And you, you know, we, we've seen a lot of wild scenarios out there where guys are talking about, you know, Hey, you move down to two, let Washington move up. Washington takes Caleb Williams. And then you move down and let new England jump up. And then you move to three and then you've picked up first round picks and some other stuff. And you could, I, you see the wildest things on Twitter where it's like, yeah, you could pick up like three first round picks next year, three, you know, number twos and all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, you will be giving up a lot. If you are staying in that spot to pick Caleb Williams. And I think that's what a lot of people are starting to think too. Like, yeah, maybe Caleb's not the guy, like maybe like, and even if they want to go quarterback, if they're convinced that you could go with Jaden Daniels or Drake may, which I would not do, but 
you know what? Like there's, you're giving up a lot if you decide to go with Caleb Williams. And there are a number of questions of whether Caleb Williams even wants to play for the Chicago bears that he would prefer to play for the Washington commanders. Ryan Pulse did address that. I think we have the quote here and uh, I will uh, read it for you. If we could pull up that quote, I mean, thank you so much. Uh, he has no, Ryan Pulse has no concerns at all uh, on the rumors that Caleb Williams doesn't want to play for Chicago, that he would prefer to play for the Washington commanders. I, I hear this a lot too. People are like, yeah, he wants to play for Washington. Does he? Does he want to play for Washington? Because I don't know, like it did playing for his hometown team did not seem to make a big, big difference to him when he was choosing the colleges that he was going to. He chose to go to Oklahoma to play for Lincoln Riley. He went, he was, he was going to Norman, Oklahoma. And then when things did not work out in Oklahoma and, and, and uh, Lane, uh, I just said his name. Uh, when the coach leaves Lincoln Riley, excuse me, when Lincoln Riley, he, he goes to LA. So don't tell me that it matters for him to play at home. He could have gone to Maryland. He could have gone to any, like there's, I don't know. The, the East coast always trips me out. Like how close things are. Is Virginia close? I don't know. Uh, he, he didn't play. He didn't stick. He didn't play in Maryland, which is a big 10 program uh, in a major conference on the Eastern seaboard in his hometown. Like it, it does not matter to him. He did not enroll in the Naval Academy to go play college football. He went to his best possible position. And really, if you sat there and asked Caleb Williams and you looked at the, the two teams and I, I know Washington's fine. They got Terry McLaurin. They've got some good players, Johan Dotson, people of that nature. I think the bears, like when you look at the bears, like which team is better right now, it's the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears didn't earn the number one overall pick. Carolina earned that for them. The Bears were better, not a ton better, but they were a better team. I think they're in a better position right now. I think they're closer to winning than the Washington Commanders. So to me, I don't believe in any of that stuff. And really, if you talk to his teammates, you know, they would, uh, if you talk to people in or around the league, like, do you want to throw to DJ Moore or one of the other guys for the Commanders? I think DJ Moore is the obvious choice. And I did see DJ Moore being interviewed by our friend Patrick Claibon on the NFL Network today. And DJ, and we we saw it when he was talking to us at the Super Bowl, you know, like they love Justin Fields. And I think that it's very hard to find anybody who will say a bad word about him. Tyler Scott, who comes on this show all the time, loves Justin Williams. It's, it's not a matter of the teammates loving Justin Williams. As a matter of fact, Ryan Poles even addressed this. Uh, Sammy, if we have that clip, please. Of Justin is by this team. Have you thought about what that conversation is going to be like if, if you do trade and what you're going to like delivering that message to the team? Yeah. Um, you know, he's a leader. Every, everything our guys have said is true. And not surprised our guys have said what they have said. I feel the same way. Yeah, it is one of those things. Like, if you've ever been in a position, like one of my friends, uh, I remember being, you know, one of my friends when I was in high school, uh, had this girlfriend who had a car. This is the big thing. She had a car and then he broke up with her. And then he had to come explain to her, like, why, why Stacy wasn't, why Stacy wasn't driving us to castle park on Friday night. And you gotta kind of address it like, Oh yeah, sorry guys. Like, I know you really liked her, but uh, I had to break up with her. Um, and it, it would be at a very uncomfortable spot for Ryan Poles to go out there and have to tell him 
uh, tell the team, you know, address the team like, hey, one of your locker room leaders, uh, a guy that you've loved. DJ Moore talked about it today, again, on the NFL Network, and he's talked about it here and all over the place, how much he loves playing with Justin Fields. And it would be a tough conversation and it would be tough and people would hate to see him go. But at the same time, these are also professional athletes and they understand the situation that they're in. The one part of the equation that they don't understand is that people like Ryan Poles and even Matt Eberflus, to some extent, are thinking about the long-term gains of we're trying to build a successful organization that's going to be competitive for the next number of years, like for the next decade. A lot of players don't think about that. They want to win now and they want to make their money now and they want to be in a position of like, yeah, I want to get paid right now. Like, I don't want to worry. I, I don't care if the Bears are successful in 10 years. I want to win now. I want to get paid. I want to reach my next contract. Bonus. You know, all that stuff. So the Bears so the Bears players and the, the ownership, and this goes for every team. This is not a, a position unique to the Chicago Bears. Ownership or the general managers are always at a little bit at odds with the players about the the how instant the success comes. And it's difficult, which is why it was very tough for Ryan Poles to go out there and make the tough decisions over the last number of years where he's had to trade guys like Khalil Mack, who's done pretty well, allowing David Montgomery to go to the Detroit Lions, uh, trading Bobby Quinn, trading, you know, letting Cody Whitehair go. Eddie Jackson is gone. Like, it's a very tough business. But at the same time, as much as you would love to keep players like that, you're like, yeah, we got we got to do the smart thing that'll help sustain success. You want to have a long-term plan for the Bears to be, you want them to be like, you know, similar to what we've seen with the Kansas City Chiefs and New England Patriots and all these other teams that are good year in, year out, even the Green Bay Packers. Year in and year, 49ers, you know, year in and year out, they're competitive, they're in the playoffs, they're going to make a run for it each and every season. And so sometimes you have to make those tough decisions. And so for him, you know, he has to make that decision. Does Justin Fields give us that not just short-term gain, but does it make sense long-term? And the players sometimes don't see that. And even sometimes we as fans, like you've got different sets of fans, like for me, I can look at the long-term picture. Like we were saying, like think about this two years ago when the bears were tanking. I guess that's the best way to put it. You're like, I still want to sit there on a Sunday morning and enjoy the bears winning a football game. But at the same time, I can understand the benefits of our team losing. Like it was, it was one of those weird situations. We talked about it all the times. Like if Justin Fields could go out there and just prove that he's the quarterback and we lose games, I think it's a win-win type of thing. Like as long as Justin wasn't, wasn't the reason why they were losing, so to speak. So, you know, those situations, and you know, that I, I shouldn't even bring that up because I know that I know the comments that are going to be emerging because I even mentioned that, but at the same time, like you understand long-term versus short-term and Ryan polls that he understands, like it would be a very difficult situation to have with his his team, if he trades Justin Fields, what about the, the the discussion he would have to have with Justin Fields if he's decided to move on? We all we we also have that. Can we play that too, Sammy? Please. What is your if you decide to draft a quarterback, what is your motivation to trade Justin before free agency starts, knowing that there might be a premium on that? 
Yeah, again, it just depends on what opportunities pop up. Um, I will say this. Um, I think you guys know me uh, well enough now. I do, if we go down that road, um, I want to do right by Justin as well. Uh, no one wants to live in gray. Um, I know that's uncomfortable. I wouldn't want to be in that situation either. So uh, we'll gather the information. We'll move um, as quickly as possible. We're not going to be in a rush um, and see what presents itself and what's best for the organization. I feel that one, that one hit a little too close to home because uh, you might or might not be aware. You know, I was in a contract year. Uh, with the NFL network, don't know what's going on. Don't know where I'm going to like, and it's just one of those things like, yeah, I would like to know, do I need to go apply for Costco right now? Do I got to, listen, I'll work at Trader Joe's. It's fine. I don't care. I just want to know, you know, and I think Justin Fields, which is goes back to what we were talking about last week with him deleting all the social media stuff is like, yeah, you want to know, like, it's cool. Like if you've decided like you're going to give big money to other people and not me, that's fine. Like, I just want to know. Because as soon the sooner I can go out there and, and purchase, actually, I own a bunch of Hawaiian shirts. So I don't, I won't have to own, uh, I won't have to go out and buy a bunch of Hawaiian shirts to go work at Trader Joe's. But I'm just saying, like, I would want to know. Like, just let me know. I'm an, I'm enough of a of an adult uh, to understand. Like, I just need to know. Don't leave me in limbo. And I think that's what Ryan Poles is saying here with Justin Fields is that he doesn't want to put him in that situation where he he is leaving him in the dark and. Either Justin Fields already knows, because that's another thing too, with like deleting the social media. If you if you believe his account of like, you know what, I'm going on vacation. I don't want to see a bunch of posts of like trade, trade Justin, draft Caleb while he's posting a photo of him in Rome or wherever he is. Like, that's fine. I get that. Like, okay, that makes a lot of sense to me. But maybe he does know. And maybe Ryan Poles is telling us, like, yeah, he already knows or whatever. But Ryan Poles has been very honest and upfront with everything that he has done. And one of the things that, you know, so I don't, I don't have any reason to not believe him. I perhaps there, there is a situation right now that maybe he is kind of uh, trying to figure it out still. Maybe he doesn't quite know 100%, but again, going into free agency, figuring out what is going to happen with the quarterback position. Cause you have to understand too, like Russell Wilson could be a free agent. And if Russell Wilson becomes a free agent and Denver moves on from him, well, suddenly having Justin Fields doesn't have quite the appeal that it would have, you know, cause you could get, you could get Russell Wilson for nothing. If you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, you could get Russell Wilson for nothing, or you could have Justin Fields like, yeah, okay. Like that, you would have to trade for Justin Fields or else just pay for Russell Wilson. And you could probably structure a deal. I, I don't know. Like the, you have more competition. So I do believe that there is a little bit of urgency, not, excessive amounts of urgency, but there is some urgency and they want to figure out what they are doing because they do want to do right by Justin Fields. And they also want to give them a little bit of input. Obviously the Falcons are another team that would be discussed if the bears are going to end up drafting a quarterback and moving Justin Fields. So, and then it also comes down to like, and if, and if they're drafting a quarterback, if they are drafting a quarterback, like if it's Caleb Williams, he starts day one. I don't think that you mess around. I know our friend Connor Orr, who we tried to get out of the sewer. We can never quite make it work. We'll have, to, we'll have to hunt him down here soon in the near future. If you're drafting a quarterback, Caleb Williams starts day one. But if you're drafting like Michael Penix or somebody like that, J.J. McCarthy, there might be something of like, yeah, we don't want you to start right away. We're going to keep Justin Fields, which opens another set of problems for everybody involved. So there is a lot uh, to be thought of. And for anybody who's wondering what the, what the, what the, the market is like for Justin Fields 
we do. I again, I retweeted this out. I we didn't cut this part of the audio, but there was Stacy Dales asked Ryan Poles if people are calling about Justin Fields. Watch the interview because Ryan Poles says, and I'm I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of uh, paraphrasing here, but he says that people have checked in with members of his team, means like Ian Cunningham or somebody else, about what is going on with Justin Fields, but nothing serious has happened. Like they kind of call, I, I, I would imagine these conversations go, like if you have a relationship with somebody in the Bears front office, you're like, hey, what are you guys doing? Like, what are you guys moving on from him? Like, what, what's going on? And the probable thing is like, we don't know. We're still going through and doing our due diligence. So like, okay, well, let us know. We would, we might be interested if you guys are looking to move on. That's probably as far as it got. It doesn't mean that people are not interested in trading for Justin Fields, but it also, it doesn't mean that nobody is calling for him. And again, this goes back to whichever side of the fence you're on with Justin Fields. You want to hear what you want to hear. But the fact of the matter is teams are interested. Teams have called. Nobody has made an offer for Justin Fields. Nobody said, we'll give you a number one. It has not gotten to that point. And it doesn't need to get to that point because the Bears probably have not made their decision yet. But we did get some great insight. Uh, Again, I implore you to go out there and watch the whole interview with Stacey Dales. We do have uh, what I thought was the most interesting part. Uh, Sammy, can we play the, the, uh, the sound of that one, please? Compare a little bit of Caleb Williams, for instance, to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Like, what? How, how do you take some of those that process and apply it to this process uh, without giving away too much? I guess. Yeah. No. You know, I mentioned this before. Uh, one of our scouts, Jeff King, did a great job kind of describing. You know, there's there's artists as quarterbacks, and then there's surgeons as quarterbacks. There's two different types. Um, so that really that process opened my eyes to seeing how different types of quarterbacks play. So when you see the arm angles, you see the creativity um, in Caleb. Like there's a lot of similarities there. Um, so again, those are just pieces of the puzzle. We'll keep putting all of those together to see what it makes, and then make a decision for our organization. I just need to know. Obviously, a contract extension would be huge for Justin Fields, right? But when you consider the first overall pick and, and understanding your team needs what what can you pass on a quarterback two years in a row I, I, understanding justin was still in the process and is still in the process of growing yeah well i think the question really is like can you pass on like the right quarterback right so um that person's got to fit exactly what we need to be successful for a long period of time um, and then when you talk about the contract, like that's what makes this so dynamic. It's it's the short term, but there's also a long term setup as well when it comes to a contract, um, you know, for a veteran quarterback or for um, a rookie contract. So, again, all of those things are going to be put together and um, we'll make the best decision. Just kind of lastly, what would it take if you were to trade a Justin Fields? I mean, yeah. he, a lot of people love him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what what would it take in terms of capital getting back for a player of his caliber? Yeah, we're still working through that. It's hard to say right now. Um, I think at the end of the day, it's, you know, if we go down that route and we continue to listen, we'll we'll see what the teams are out there kind of talking about, what makes sense for everyone. Um, but it's hard to, to really put something on it right now. Yeah. Oh, poop, he's gone. He's gone, Justin. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's so interesting to me because obviously, you know, Ryan Poles was a member of the organization 
that drafted Patrick Mahomes. And he said earlier in the interview, he did mention like, Hey, you know, a lot of it come down to like, they really love what they saw on tape with Patrick Mahomes, but it was really getting to know him is what swayed him, which again, I think kind of lends itself to being like, Hey, like they're really interviewing Caleb Williams right now and really trying to find out what he's all about. And like, does he have the makeup to make this team uh, a long-term success? But what's really interesting to me was the artist versus the surgeon. And again, a lot of people will read into this, whatever they want, and they will take from it what they want. But, and this is my opinion, and this is, and I'm somebody who has been a day one, pre-day one, Justin Fields supporter. Is Justin Fields an artist or a surgeon? Do you feel like if you put the ball in his hands on a two-minute drill that he is going to go and dice up a defense, move you down the field, or is he the artist that's going to go out there and is going to wow you? And that, to me, is the most telling part of this whole thing. Of everything that's going on, and again, it sucks, is somebody who, again, loves Justin Fields. Is he an artist or is he a surgeon? And he is an artist. He is an artiste. He is Pablo Picasso, who, by the way, how is Pablo Picasso still alive in the 1970s? Did anybody see that? I was stunned. I'm like, what? He was a, he was alive in the se- – what? I thought he was in the – in any event, my own ignorance on that uh, aside, Justin Fields is an artist, and he is one of my favorite players to watch. And I feel like we'll be 20 years down the road, and somebody on whatever social media platform is popular at the time, be like, hey, who are some of your favorite all-time bears? Justin Fields is always going to be mentioned, He is, regardless of what happens over the next three, four, six weeks. Justin Fields will always be one of my favorite Chicago Bears, and I will look back fondly of how much, how mesmerized, how how amazing it was on draft night when the Bears traded up and you knew, well, you hoped he was, they were picking him and not Mac Jones. But is he an artiste or is he a surgeon? I think it's an artist. He is an artist. And a surgeon is somebody who goes out there, like Patrick Mahomes, is a surgeon. Now, he can be artistic, and what he does is great, but gosh, he feels like a surgeon to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading this wrong, and maybe people will jump in and be like, no, 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 Patrick Mahomes is an artist, and he's not a surgeon. I don't know. I, I feel like surgeon. I don't know. I'm I'm curious because, again, like that's the way that I took it, and somebody else could have had a completely different impression, but I would say that, like, Justin, I don't know. I, Surgeon is somebody who can die. I, I, I've seen Patrick Mahomes just dice people up like a surgeon. And not that surgeons don't have artist capabilities because he certainly does with the arm angles and everything that he was talking about. I just, however, however you feel that me, however, it, it's funny. It's kind of like watching movies or, or any sort of art, you know, and just being like taking away two different things. Like I took this away from it. So maybe I'm completely wrong. But when I heard that, I did feel like he was putting Justin Fields and Caleb Williams in two different categories and that Caleb Williams sort of falls into the category similar to Patrick Mahomes. And I took it that they're both surgeons 
and I took it that Justin was an artist. And if I got it mixed up, that's fine. Like I'm not, I'm not saying that either one of them is bad. And you know that I'm a Justin Fields guy. There is something about the way he put that though, regardless of what his intent was. And I'm curious and please leave a cut. Be civil. This is not, I'm not trying to rile anybody up, but I feel like he was making a definitive statement right there of, of everything that you heard on this thing. And I've seen everybody like taking the, 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 the interview and taking different parts of it and talking about it. That to me, and which is why I wanted to put this last is like that to me was the thing that stood out is that he kind of looks at these two quarterbacks differently. And I think he kind of put, and he's trying to figure out, I, I, and by the two quarterbacks, I think Justin Fields and Patrick Mahomes. And I think he's trying to figure out like, what is Caleb Williams? What is he? Is he, is he that much similar to Patrick Mahomes? So that's very interesting. So I actually would love to hear what you have to think. And as a matter of fact, I didn't discuss this with our producers before we went onto the air because I had heard that and I told them to cut that. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll be interested to get their take. Cause I didn't, I didn't want it. I didn't want to go into this and I'm glad that I don't, I, I sort of like wish I had a guest on with me right now to go over that. And, and maybe we'll, we'll do it later on in the week because that's again, something that I'm going to go back to uh, for the next couple of weeks. I know. And, and again, I would love to talk to somebody who's not necessarily in one camp or the other, because if I talk to to draft Dr. Phil or somebody, they're going to be like, yeah, this is, you know, but I think as a non-biased, I, I can't say non-biased, but I, I feel like I'm trying to be as level-headed. Well, listen, I'm a Justin Fields guy. And I took that of being like, oh God, is he, is he sort of giving it away? Because again, and I've, I've been on record time and time again, like if they move down and it's fine. I listen, I want to move down. If they move down for another quarterback, I, I guess is my thing. Like picking up all that draft cut. Like if they move down multiple times and they come away with Marvin Harrison Jr. Or if they go down, because like this has been a scenario I've talked about a, a, a lot too. Of like, let, let's say it was the Falcons. We're like, we'll give you three first round picks this year, next year, the following year, and Kyle Pitts. And I know that Kyle Pitts plays tight end and Cole Komet's a tight end. They're different tight ends. If you wanted to do that, and still keep up. Yeah, that's that's what I do. I don't want to do the thing where you move down multiple picks. If you move down to three and you take a quarterback, I'm going to be pissed. You know what I'm saying? If you stick with Caleb Williams, fine. If you stick with Justin, if you move down, stick with Justin Fields, even better. If you move down and take Drake, I'm going to be so mad. Like there, there's a good chance this will be the sick podcast, LA Chargers. Sick podcast Rams with Adam Rank or LA Char or the Rank or the Angels. Or whatever it is, but uh, a very interesting stuff today. So please um, like, subscribe, all that stuff to this channel. By the way, thanks to everybody uh, who watched last week. Uh, we did great and uh, really appreciate everybody's interest. Be civil, but really, like I really, I really want to dig into this, and uh, we'll bring in some of your comments the next time we come back. Uh, I'm really curious how everybody took the artist insurgent thing. I gave you my opinion. I could be completely wrong. Listen, I'm not. Listen, I'm not in Ryan Pohl's head. So uh, I would love to know. But in any event, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening and playing along. And again, if any news breaks, we will be back. Uh, but until that time, enjoy the rest of the combine. Bear down. And Sammy, go ahead and play us out. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast with Adam Rank on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.